0: No, let's just jump into it because you've, you've got to be somewhere and you've got to get out of here
1: Jump into it So we're going to jump into
0: it The holiday season, yeah. we're jumping into the holidays we're gonna Jump into.
1: We're going we're gonna to jump into the holidays And I'm probably going to make a joke about how the holiday seasons have been here for And then I'm probably going to pause and then go seven weeks already Because of the joke about how it's sooner every year <laughs> Which, What joke are you going to do to open the show?
0: Uh, I actually did not come prepared with a joke today um, do you then, want to take a moment to have one, have no, a joke really. that
1: that way when you say it, it's it's like well fine tuned. I've
0: never I've never really opened the show with a joke. I think you're I think you're really the one that that loads up on the on the comedy. I, I do I, load up. I don't right, know if it's
1: comedy, but I usually have a lot <laughs> typed out to say as if it's off the cuff. Hey everyone, ever, and welcome to 20th Century Popcast, the show where we try to understand the present while living in the past. My name is Tim Blevins. And I'm Bob Canning. And Bob Canning, this would be the perfect joke, perfect space for that joke. Guy fucked it up. Oh, I'm sorry. It's It's the holidays. Is it okay? I mean, I I could just do it again, or I don't have to. Obviously, I'm thinking, oh, we'll use the thing we already recorded, or this wouldn't make any sense. It's the holidays is what I was going to get around to. I wish I had Um, some dribble girls
0: to play right now. You know what we don't have? We don't have enough sound effects on this show.
1: We don't have any sound effects except when there's children outside shouting unrelated to the program.
0: We have had rain and like somebody chopping down a tree.
1: We've had nature and destruction as sound effects. We haven't had, like, robots or or outer space. I don't know what outer space but you're right. Jingle bells sounds. Yeah, we haven't had laser sounds. And we haven't had, you're right, jingle bells would be nice right now. And there's nothing saying that there won't be. Maybe I'll pick a song. Maybe the song playing right now has some sort of festive sound to it and I say that because if things are going right this is going up on uh was that a sound effect was that something that was, was that you
0: that was my uh my whisper shield thing my, my s shield hitting the mic sorry everybody
1: is what that a real is called? that what I think it's called like a spit catcher you're talking about the the pop filter the pop, is, filter?
0: pop filter that's what I'm s
1: shield that sounds like if we had a sponsor then I would get it but I don't know what an s shield is maybe I'll ask for one for Christmas what because it's the Christmas season not really god This is the thing, and I was saying before, I'm not very prepared. I'm sorry, listener, singular. I'm not overly prepared. Tim, I think we need to cut out
0: all that I'm not prepared stuff out of this episode. Because we are prepared. Like in post. We are prepared. We're prepared to talk about our memories of this particular show. And and let's tell the listeners at home what it is we're talking about today for, for our holiday episode.
1: Tips for running a podcast. Let's tell the listeners at home what they'll be listening to. That's true. Bob and I are – it's the holiday season. November 30th is when this is supposed to go up or theoretically will be going up, which is the start – enough of a start. It's after Thanksgiving. Specials are already on ABC Family. And something I hope that we do this month, and I guess we'll see because we have have some episodes to to get through – is to talk about Christmas specials. I mean, we did the Halloween. We did, uh, we did what, the Peanuts Halloween special about a month ago. Yeah. But Christmas, to me, is a time of television, because it's a countdown to begin with. Christmas, at least in middle school and high school, maybe even a little bit in college, it was counting down to those dates. It was kind of like December hits, got to make my list. December hits, got to decorate stuff. December hits, just waiting for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, because I'm a selfish, capitalistic Prick, but to assist with those countdowns as a kid and and as a twenty something as well, there were television specials. And this is this is still my favorite season for television specials. As much as the holiday is manipulative, commercial, and a bit of a of a of a, of a brag about v- financial values, the Christmas season season excuse me does benefit from a lot of very touching, be it manipulated or very much heart. You know, real heart pulling specials, right? Are you a fan of Christmas specials? Absolutely, Christmas specials, animated and
0: otherwise, um, are always always a treat at the holiday season. And and I think what we're going to talk about is maybe uh, over the next few episodes are ones that become sort of uh, annual favorites and and things mm-hmm. that, for instance, I will want to share with my kids and pass down. And then maybe there are things that. That didn't uh, last very long, that we haven't seen over and over and over again. And I think we're talking about one of those today that uh, just isn't, uh, isn't played anymore, to my knowledge.
1: And that is A Wish for Wings at Work. Yes, we're going to be talking about the Bill and Opus, Bloom County, comic strip we've talked about before, had a Christmas special, had an animated half-hour Christmas special. Let me pull up that Wikipedia page <laughs> so I can say the one note that I had on this. Uh, debuted in 1991, December 18th, 1991. So what is that, 26 years ago? Yeah. 26 years ago this aired, which is odd. Now, do you <clears throat> remember watching this? Do you remember when this aired? Um I do. I do
0: remember watching it. I remember um, it's based on uh, a children's book that Berkeley Breath had uh, put together.
1: Uh, using... Very quickly, just in case yeah. uh, on the offshoot chance the listener doesn't know, what is this space sound like? What is the characters in this, Opus and Bill? They're from Bloom County. I know we've talked about Bloom County before, but can you give a quick summation at least to you what Bloom County was before this special and why you would have been anticipating sure. an animated special? Absolutely.
0: Of- so yeah, Bloom County, as we've talked about in previous episodes uh, of, of this podcast, is a daily comic strip um, that you and I uh, got into in the late 80s... Well, I think you were earlier, but for me it was late 80s, early 90s. I got into collecting the the books of these. I didn't really have it in the newspaper, but it was this... That's right, you didn't follow it in the yeah, newspaper, did no, you? no, I, I, I saw the art in the in the store and, and got into it that way. By the, by the time this aired, I was a big fan of the comic strip and a big enough fan that I bought the, the children's book that have these characters. Now, the book, as I remember it, isn't really an extension of that comic strip it's almost like its own world and its own story, if I'm remembering correctly uh that just happens to use characters from the comic strip uh, primarily opus the penguin uh Bill the cat shows up but then I don't think anybody else really shows up from
1: the comic strip. there's no
0: milo um,
1: oh. I've never read the uh I've never read the book that this is based on. I don't even think I had it I, I know I had you know, a couple of the other stories I
0: still have. I still have. You it. do, yeah.
1: Have you? Do you read it? Do you show it to your daughters?
0: Yeah, they've they've read it. It's not one they go back to, um, but uh, I'll probably crank, crank it out soon. Now that it, we're back into the holiday holiday season, and and maybe we'll we'll watch it online now that we can have access to it. But they're not showing a Wish for Wings at work, to my knowledge, on
1: ABC Family this year. Do you know? Have you checked the listings? No. <laughs> Not checked. Honestly, I don't know how many times it's aired. I remember this coming to TV. I was very excited for the special because, like you were just saying, I I loved Bloom County. I, I did grow up reading it. I read the the strip for probably at least half of its life in the eighties. The second half, I, I followed it every week. Uh, by nineteen By this point, I would have been in eleventh grade. When this airs, that's what's odd to me. Eleventh grade. Mm. I was still enjoying Christmas specials. I don't think in eleventh grade, I think I already, you know, I had whatever version of nostalgia somebody can have at what sixteen, where it's like, you know, I watched Frosty, I watched Rudolph, I I I watched Charlie Brown. I knew of them as specials from my youth, but I think I was probably also starting it was a very small window of being tired of them. Because I love all three of those specials that I just rattled off. The, I I used to watch them every fucking year. <laughs> and I think Around this time, maybe I was starting to sour on them a little. I think I was starting to find my own Christmas specials, like Christmas Vacation would have been a movie that became a perennial favorite. Mm-hmm. Something that we might talk about later in this month. Die Hard suddenly, you know, because I was older and I was like, Isn't this funny? It's a Christmas movie. Die Hard <laughs> became a <laughs> yeah. holiday classic. And, you know, there were the sitcoms that had their classics. And um this was before Nightmare before Christmas, but there was probably some other specials that meant something to me. But I think this was in that brief little window where these classics, and this would, you know, we've talked before about it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown around Halloween. I bet this was the year or two where I just wasn't into those. I wasn't watching them. Did you just fall off your microphone? No, nope.
0: I'm just I'm you I'm, okay? I'm uh, recording on a very crowded desk, and and it's uh-huh. things just keep moving around. Apologies.
1: Okay. No, no, no need no, for. I just wanted to make sure you were okay, and more so, I didn't think I could edit around it, so I thought I would acknowledge it. <laughs> okay, sorry. But um, but no, I, I've always loved Christmas specials, but I think this was a little bit of an era where it's like I was leaning more towards, yes, yeah, like Die Hard or Gremlins, or I think there was a yeah. very Brady Christmas special. Like, I, I don't know. And it, this wasn't very long in my life, but I think there was a brief period in my youth, in my teenage years, where I did have a moment of this is childish or this is nostalgia I'm not into. Right. Like all of a sudden, Rudolph was. I don't know. Did you go through? Did you turn on some classics from your child? Did you have classic Christmas specials you went to every year? Charlie Brown being another yeah. one that I think at the time I was. Tired Charlie on.
0: Brown, and did you? I'm I'm being a little bit distracted here by one of my daughters. Uh, did you mention the the the
1: mouse one? Uh, what? Oh, I love that one. That's one of my the, the uh, Twas Night Before Christmas yes. with the clock tower. Yes, that, that I was love that the, special. Uh, oh my god. Are. Um. That one I did keep watching. I don't think I ever stopped watching that one.
0: I remember that one not airing anymore. Like that was – that hit me when there was one year and I don't remember which year it was. But one year it just went on and it was usually a CBS uh, I think aired it. And and I guess maybe subconsciously I started to grow up a little in high school and maybe didn't care so much about those. And yeah.
1: But you noticed that one not being on. That is – I did, that was yeah. a, a yearly classic. Have you seen it since? Have you seen it in the last say 15 years?
0: No, I haven't seen that one. Really? trying to dig it up.
1: Yeah. I have it on a DVD, I guess. I mean, I feel like, I don't know if it's ABC Family. That's something strange that's happened is it used to be it was the three major networks, NBC, ABC, CBS, would show you your Christmas specials in every year. So it'd be like, it's Wednesday night. I bet two specials are on back to back. And I bet York Peppermint Patty is going to be there too. So (laughs) that would happen. And then there'd be a couple that were in syndication. Like I remember this Yogi Yogi Bear Christmas special with all the Hanover Bear. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was something that like, would air, like, on a Sunday or something. Mr.
0: Magoo's uh, um, Christmas Carol. Oh, that is awful. That, that, I remember <laughs> you know, that airing. Mr. Magoo is awful. I think, I think so. i enjoyed that, Mr. Magoo. That,
1: that cartoon has uh, an audience. Like, they're doing a play. I think they're doing Christmas Carol as a play. Because so I remember he comes out and bows and there's applause. That I remember airing right after the Macy's Day Parade. But but so you had some specials that would air like in syndication here and there and you you would catch them that way. But they're always, yeah, those it just seemed like this is this time of year, it's when it's on. And a weird thing now is like I, I don't know if the networks, the big networks still show these specials, because stuff like ABC Family or whatever it's called now, Freeform, the the cable channel, and you know, maybe USA or TBS, they started scooping up these specials, and what you get is these specials playing three or four times through the season you know they have their 25 days of christmas i think they call and they show you know a series of specials every night and sometimes they'll throw in like an old one like i saw i remember in the late 90s seeing like the pac-man christmas special and the smurfs Mm -hmm. christmas special like they you know they'd grab these old ones but so for some reason that to me now and because you had said this in the halloween episode when you have them on dvd or something the tradition of seeing them and the ability to find them is different now. And so like you're saying you right. remember 'twas twas and I preferred Christmas kind of disappearing. Yeah. Poof, kind of. <laughs> and does that, uh, that's how disappearing works the word poof, and it's gone. It's tragic, but it's gone. So do you, I don't know, like, are you seeing a version of tradition with your kids? Like, are there specials? I know we talked about this before where it's like, yeah, they'll take out the DVDs and stuff, but like, do they yeah. keep their eyes on the TV guide for something? Is there something they're waiting for this season?
0: No, there's nothing they're waiting for. There's, they have enough access that they don't have to wait for it.
1: That's true. So you can find them a little differently. I, when this thing aired, I was so excited for it. Like I remember taping it. I remember taping it on a VCR, knowing it was coming up and being so thrilled for it. And, um, I remember the tape very well that it's on. I remember there's some music videos that I was watching on VH1 beforehand that play right before it. Then it goes into the special. I know I was trying to pause out the commercials. So there's three seconds of right after a commercial break that I missed, um, I just remember having it on this tape and I remember showing it to friends. I remember bringing it to school and like on you know the last day before Christmas in one of our classes, we watched it. And I just remember having this tape and going back to it. So I don't think I ever looked for when it was going to be on again because I had it on videotape. Yeah. So I think I was unaware to whether or not – and you're saying it played maybe one more year – how this was perceived in the uh, – bigger span of of the holiday traditions because to me, this was my special. It's like, this is my comic strip. This was made for me. Me and my friend Nate can watch this. That's why I feel like it's the kind of thing you and I would have watched our first or second year knowing each other because I would have had the tape right there. Yeah. Would have been some common ground. So, but you're right. Maybe we didn't watch it a lot, but I remember taping this because I was so excited for a fucking Bloom County cartoon. I was like, what's he going to sound like? How's he going to move? It's going to be so great. I was so excited for this. And when I saw it and when I taped it, because, you know, at that point I was cataloging, you know, 11th grade, I was taping a lot of stuff off TV. I was loving the VCR to the point that I was able to just get libraries. Like I wanted the libraries of these shows. Yeah. This was one of the ones I taped and it was just so exciting for me. And I have to say, when I watched it, I I remember not being disappointed
0: Like, do you have – what's your
1: memory of this special?
0: It sounds like you liked it a lot uh, seeing as how you showed it to as many people as you could and you took it to
1: school and watched it. It It was kind of like at that point in my life, I was like, I I know I'm just talking. I just asked you a question. Now I'm talking over you. I'm sorry. No,
0: that's okay. Um, I
1: enjoyed it. I had read the book beforehand Um, and I'm not – Good. When did the book come out? Because this can't be that long after the no, comic strip ended. I'm not exactly
0: sure. I couldn't look that. Maybe we can talk. I can confirm that in the second half. Um, but the the book was out at least a couple years before the special. Um, okay. And uh, my aunt is a former school teacher, and she has had and has a very large collection of children's picture books. Um And so mm-hmm. she's got. Because this one was
1: a picture book, right? Yeah, the it image. was. It was
0: more picture. I mean, it was a story, but it was like really the 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 art of it was the big selling point. Um So it was a nice way for him to take the strip and turn it into these big, colorful, you know, pictures. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and he's had several children's books like this since. But yeah, I've had it for a. couple Was of it years. aimed
1: at kids? Yes, it is. Was, it, was the book yeah. feeling? Well, like that's a the thing. Book? It's
0: not. It's not really a Bloom County continuation. It's mm-hmm. not an offshoot of Bloom County. It could have been any Penguin. You know, it it just happened to be okay. Opus. Um, and so there is a little bit of edge to it. Not much compared to the strip, the book. And I think the uh, if I remember correctly, I think the cartoon tones it down a little bit more than the book does. Um, Oh really? uh, I'm not exactly sure. It's been a while. What do you Um, remember about the cartoon? What's your memory of it? My memory of it is I enjoyed it a lot. It was it was great to see them animated. I did not care for, and probably still don't care for Opus's voice. Mm -hmm. It wasn't what I expected at all. It was one of those moments of anticipation. Here it is, this character who I've heard in my head for so long, Um, and then when his voice hit. To me, it was too cartoony, too kind of, um, yeah, too cartoony. It was too high pitched. It was very, it was softer than I thought his voice would be. He's such what a. What did you
1: think his voice was going to be? Like, did you. I, that's you know, what I, I really
0: don't know. Uh, I thought it was going to be a little drier, a little. I don't know he's he's sentimental in the strip and he's definitely sentimental in this story but he's also got got a little bit of a of a you know a weirdness to him and I just thought it would be a little bit drier a little more chandler bing maybe than, than this <laughs> like cartoon cartoon cat voice it's more of a yeah it's it seems like it's more it should be like a cat or a squirrel <laughs> kind of voice huh do you know the actor cuz i know you're very familiar with with uh, voice actors and
1: yeah i can look it up well, i i don't know the actor we'll do this um, in the second
0: half we'll have that information
1: but i do i do know he's that berkeley breathe that is that his name uh-huh. he's Berk, on record as Breth. saying breath is wished for sterling holloway to voice him that's was the voice he saw for opus and do you know that actor do you know i don't who he voiced he's winnie the pooh's voice Oh, really? The original Winnie the Pooh's voice. And that's who Berkeley Breathe pictured Opus sounding like, which going off of memory, this opus is close to that. That's the thing. It is close to that. But I don't picture that voice. It's too soft. I don't know. It's weird because now, only now I'm thinking, like, for this cartoon, this comic strip, anyways, that I loved and read every week or every day when it came out and would do in my head, I don't think I knew what he would sound like. Like I understand the idea of being disappointed of what a drawing of the character you love sounds like. And later in my life, I would assign voices to things. But yeah, I don't think I really had ever thought what Opus or any of those characters would actually sound like. I think when I read them, they were always in my voice. And that has changed. I don't know if this cartoon is what changed that. But when I read comics like comic books or when I read comic strips, I am applying a voice, being an actor or that voice in a movie or cartoon to each character to just sort of through. But back then I guess I wasn't. And so yeah, I don't I don't remember being disappointed by the voice. I just remember being excited to hear him. It's not a voice that stuck. Like that's not the voice I think of for Opus. And so when I read Bloom County, that's not the voice I hear. Right. Like that you know, like the X-Men cartoon yeah. for a while. Those were the voices I heard when I read the comics, you know, or when I read a Batman comic, I'm hearing Kevin Conroy's sure. voice from the animated series. I, I I still don't hear voices for these characters. So it is kind of odd to think that. I just I remember Being nervous for that and being immediately getting over it. I remember thinking this special was so adult. That's the thing. I remember thinking like, this is Bloom County. This is talking to me as an adult. This is a special special. For Adults is my memory of it, which is why I was curious what the the book was like because the book is a storybook aimed at kids. The book, by the way, I was just looking up, came out the same year as the special, 1991. Oh, really? Um, so I guess they were, they were in conjun- were being worked on in conjunction. Yeah, that makes sense. Did you read the book first? I don't yeah, know if just I, said I feel like I instead. did.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I feel like the book was in my position prior to the special, but maybe I'm remembering that completely wrong. Maybe this was the kind of thing where it's like, Here's the special. Now go buy the book. But I, I mm-hmm. thought I had it first.
1: Oh, it's very possible that you did. I. Uh, do you? I know you didn't like his voice, but for the special itself, do you remember liking it? I do remember liking it. I, I remember liking the the ducks in it. I think the ducks
0: um, had more to do in the uh, special than in the book. Um,
1: They're like a Three Stooges yeah, stand. Uh, the they
0: didn't. Ducks, so. uh, they didn't really, to my recollection, play a big part in the book, but. I think okay. they were more like the, you know, here you have a visual, you know, uh, animated medium now, and you can do more things. You can have some background stuff, whatnot. So I think they, they mm-hmm. play a larger part in the special. And I enjoyed them, now
1: the, to my recollection. They were new, right? They're, they're not from the comic strip, I don't think, those three characters. No,
0: n- the, not those particular characters. I mean, certainly he's drawn wildlife of varying um, species. That's true, of ducks yeah, and things. but yeah. not those particular character traits, to my recollection.
1: Do you remember what characters in the comics were in the special? Uh, Do you remember I, who else showed I up?
0: I think, and I might I might be wrong, but I thought it was just Opus and Bill the cat.
1: Well, and the weird thing about this, and even at the time, I remember thinking like, well, I guess that makes sense, but it's odd, is the special, at least, is more of an Outland special. Outland was the comic strip he did following Bloom right. County, and it, it retained Bill, it retained uh, Opus. But there was a character in Outland called, is it Ronald yeah. Ann, the little girl yeah. in that? She's in the special. She's a character in the special. She's the world they're in is this snow covered town, small town that she's in. And she's like his I remember her being like his therapist or something in a scene, but she's still a little girl. So that I remember thinking that, okay, so this is set in this current comic strip continuity, which is Outland. Mm. I remember there's a cockroach in it. There's a cockroach was a recurring character in the comic strip. He's in it. Um, but outside of that, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's too many other connections to the comic strip. So I think that was the other reason I thought at the time, for some reason, this is an Outland special. It's not a Bloom County special. This takes place in wherever the comic strip right. is now. And so, because, you know, there weren't the characters that, you know, part of what made Bloom County work were characters like Binkley and Steve Dallas, and Lola Granola. And those characters are not present. Humans don't play much of a role in this outside of Ronald Ann, and if I'm remembering right, Santa. Yeah, Santa. But um, so you remember when it aired? Do you remember what you thought when it was over? Uh, I remember
0: enjoying it. Um, Like -hmm. you, I think I just sort of lived with the voice. I got over it. Uh, My initial reaction was disappointment. But, you know, it (laughs) kind of grows on you, I suppose, um, but I got past that because just seeing it animated and, you know, it, it, as a dumb kid, I've, and I've talked about this before, too. It's like here all I can think of is the potential next uh, holiday special from, from Bill in Bloom County. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was exciting to see something that I really enjoyed suddenly becoming – because I still thought that – falsely, but I thought that the um, comic strip wasn't that popular. It was just sort of something I knew about.
1: Oh really? Yeah. You thought it was an underground. Yeah, well, I had, maybe I had, in your circle. Kind of had
0: that sense in my circle. Yeah, and so, um, so, Which, so here I, I was just an odd
1: choice for a kids' special.
0: Yeah, but but here I was just getting excited that okay now it's it's opening the door, opening the floodgates. There's going to be a lot more uh, uh, Opus
1: cartoons. Oh, she thought there were going to be more. I was hoping. Or hoped. To I'd hoped there would be. Yeah, and I don't know why there wasn't. Well. I think we should get we should watch it yes, so we can talk about it. Before we do, I have to make a confession here. I have to be honest with you. I have seen this in the last twenty years. I would watch it sporadically throughout the nineties, even into the two thousands. And honestly, I watched this last Christmas. It yeah. is a special that I watched but i was curious because i don't know many other people who did ever see this sure. my friend Nate who i've talked about had i showed it to to Allison so and but you i feel like of anyone who saw it you would be the person that i would want to gauge your reaction to i'm excited to see it cuz i am curious yeah i'm curious to how this works as the characters as a comic strip and just on us as adults yeah. and against your own memory so i mean again i'm sure i'm going to see stuff this viewing that i haven't seen before it has been a year but i just wanted to be open and honest i have seen this recently but i'm dying to know what you think and i'm sure i'll have some thoughts as well um going into this and i can say this last year because i was the other thing is i remember being excited to show this as recently as last year this for me was we always say good memory or bad memory but we usually say it later um this was a this is a good memory for me and for yourself yeah definitely a good memory um that
0: sort of quickly faded into a non-existent memory kind of thing it, it just didn't, sti- it didn't stick with me.
1: Of course, I didn't have it on,
0: on my VHS tapes.
1: So you didn't tape No, it. I didn't. God, I, I, was so, I was so nervous I was going to miss it that I taped it. I mean, I was so nervous that the ah. tape wasn't going to work. I'm glad to have taped it. Well, let's check yes, it out. Sir. We're going to watch the Bill and Opus, A Wish for Wings That Work. What is The official title is Opus and Bill in A Wish for Wings is That it? Work, I guess is the name of it. Of the special? Oh. Yes, I believe All so. Right. That's the picture I'm looking at right now for the DVD. But we're going to watch it uh, perfectly legally <laughs> on, uh, on a perfectly legal uh, aggregate for videos that you and I want to watch as if they're on television. Um, and then when we come back, we will discuss what we thought of A Wish for Wings That Work, uh, Bill and Opus, or Opus and Bill. A wish for you know, if we just watch Ziggy's Gift, that's so easier to remember. But we'll watch this.
0: So it turns out, Tim, Santa, Santa, if, you, if you don't mind me starting, which uh, well, you did, out, so that's fine. Yes, it turns out I did not uh, own the book. Before Mm -hmm. seeing it, but I had read it. My aunt had purchased it because she collected children's books, illustrated books. Okay. Uh, And so having just watched the special uh, with one of my daughters, (laughs) uh, as soon as it was over, I I went to the bookshelf and I pulled down the book so she could take a look at it. And I opened it up and inside was a little um, gift wrap with some tape on it. I turned it over. (laughs) I turn it over and it's your handwriting and, and, and you had gifted me
1: this book. <laughs> that's weird. I wish Isn't we were that, here. That's so funny though. That's
0: great. It's so
1: I crazy. I did, and you you yeah, to, to let the listeners know. You texted me a picture of that which maybe we can put that up uh, you can put it on yeah, Instagram yeah. we'll or the website or something. That's so funny to me. I mean, it makes sense. This is the I think that Rob and I, as we've always said, are roommates. So, for I wonder if it was Christmas in college? That's Christmas as a roommate. I'm not sure if it's college or, yeah, when we're living together after college.
0: I don't, there's no date on it. I don't know when I had it. In my head, I feel like I've just had it for the longest time and I had forgotten that it came from you.
1: I had too. I, again, like I don't specifically remember, it was very bizarre. I don't remember handing it to you as a gift, but you texted me this picture without saying what it was of yeah you know cheap me whenever i wrap a gift i take a little <laughs> bit of wrapping paper i fold it in half and i write a dumb note and i look at it and it, it says to bill murray christmas it's some dumb reference to bill murray which must have been something we were watching at the time some dumb joke or whatever but yeah it's so it's a gift and yeah. my guess is it might have been on discount at walden books or something <laughs> you know how they do that but it also speaks to the fact that i get cartooning and bloom county were things that i applied to you. Those were your things in the sense, and I know when we talked about the Bloom County and the Bloom County episode, it meant a lot to both of us, but I think in terms of bonding, I probably saw you as that's your, you know, we're bonding over this. You are, this must impact you because you you're a cartoonist. And even then it must have meant something. So that's funny though. Yeah, I, that, that's crazy. I was very touched to see that there is that connection with the special specifically because neither one of us remembers that gift exchange.
0: Don't remember the gift exchange, but upon watching the, 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 the special, I clearly, we had watched mm-hmm. this a few times together. The memories came back to me because there are bits in the special that, I remember that you absolutely loved. You would really? you would quote it or reference it or when we were watching it and this part came up, you would just lose it in laughter. Uh,
1: during a... I want to hear what that is because, yeah, mixed feelings about this I've, special. I've got mixed
0: feelings about the special as a whole. <laughs> there are bits that I absolutely love. Um, but the ones that stood out as memories of oh my god, I remember now. Tim absolutely loved this. Was when Santa first starts to to plummet to the earth, and his his <laughs> ho ho ho
1: turns into an oh no. Yes, that, that 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 is what I remember of the special. To the I mean, that's always stuck in me. Everything with Santa and the Santa's special is actually and perfect. And yeah, that's the other thing I it's... remember that you absolutely love is, and you've
0: done it. You've you physically would do this occasionally uh, when we were together and we needed to like leave somewhere. You would do what Santa yeah. does, where he would turn, snap fingers, and point to the to the uh, reindeer to. I don't even remember what he says. Let's, yeah, go. let's go
1: He says, let's go <laughs> <laughs> No, that part, and yeah, that that's very memorable to me. Uh, there's three ducks that are like three Stooges ducks, and one of them says it's detachable, like a tire <laughs> when his butt <laughs> falls off and i and I've said tire like that. It is weird, the things I didn't mean. Yeah, um it's in, in your head stick with you and there is stuff from the special that that very does very much does um when you were watching it did it remind you of the book at all can you make a connection of what in the book is this what yeah is definitely
0: i mean the book um is a rhyming book and so in the beginning when when there's some rhymes okay. to his letter and there's some other parts the, the the story as a whole you know it's it's no cat in the hat it's no grinch stole christmas in that <laughs> everything rhymes but there are parts and moments where the rhymes come out where they talk about wings that that uh sputter instead of flutter. Um and yeah, so that that does mm. it. The the ducks are in the book. Um not they are. as prominent as you know, I don't think they have lines or speaking role uh in the book. Um and I don't think the pig is in the book. Um The, the pig is from Outlaw. Yeah, that's an outline. Yeah, I character forgot about that, that one. But yeah, there's definitely moments and there's even like scenes like the the some of the still art images uh show up yeah they show it? up in the in the animation um i think it's better in the book actually the shot of him careening through the water with the the high water splashing up into the air because he's going so fast i think it looks better in the book than in the in the uh, animation mm-hmm
1: is the book mainly that part of the special that the, real the, quickly, the special, it follows Opus writing a letter to Santa Claus, wishing as the title says for wings that work, cause he's a penguin and he can't fly. And then he goes through some hilarious attempts to fly. He gets all frustrated. Um, and then as, but, and right before he goes to bed, I think he mails a letter or faxes, which is actually a pretty funny gag. He faxes a letter to Santa asking for wings that work. And through the course of the night, Santa shows up. He falls out of his sled, or his sled gets—what um, did happen? He gets stranded in the middle of the water yeah. somehow. The ducks come and get Opus, and because he's a penguin, he's able to swim through the water, bring Santa back to shore. I called him Santa, right? I didn't just say I Elvis, think so, did I? Santa. Okay, Santa brings Santa back to shore, and Santa compliments and says, "You were very brave," and that's where the rhyming is. And therefore, what he can do as a penguin—he wants to fly—but what he can do as a penguin means something but he still can't fly. And then he wakes up the next morning and all the ducks are there and they take him flying and he gets his wish in a way for weeks yes. at work. Um And it's all because we'll get into the rest of like build a cat, but that is, you know, it's, it's a simple story that's been yeah. done before, you know, like we always wish for what we can't do, but you know, don't, don't look down on the gifts that you have right. or what you can do. And it's sweet actually that part. And that's what I'm wondering. That's, the special is very short. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's only one commercial break. It's yeah, very quick. It's, it's
0: short. And actually, now that I've pulled the book off the shelf, I I have misremembered the book even. It is not a rhyming storybook. Um, it is, there are more words in this book than I think are in the actual animated special. Um, it's It's told not from Opus's perspective. I mean, it's about Opus, but it's just, it's got a narrator as opposed to, Opus's voice, like we have in the special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill the Cat is not in the book. Oh. Um, he, he makes a cameo as a desk lamp. <laughs> there is a Bill the Cat shaped desk lamp. Uh, there's also a Bill the Cat uh, stuffed animal now that I'm seeing another page here. Um, yeah, so it's really just a story about this penguin using these characters. Um, and the ducks are in it, but yeah, they don't. Say too much. There's snow ducks. Um, Yeah. Wow. It's it's the the the. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I would. We're gonna to listen to do... Bob flip through all seventy nine pages of this <laughs> children's storybook. Wow.
0: Yeah. So I I've completely misremembered so much about this special. The book I've misremembered uh, how I had it. I misremembered what style the book was told in. I've misremembered um our our viewings of it.
1: Yeah, this doesn't stick. This doesn't, it doesn't stick as it a doesn't. special. When was the last time you read the book? Uh probably two or three Christmases ago. Oh, okay. So recently. Yeah. It just doesn't it doesn't cling. Well let's let's focus on the special, I yeah, guess. Let's do that. Um as a cartoon. I mean it's it's beautifully animated. I mean, this is a wonderfully animated cartoon by Amblin Studios, which is Steven Spielberg's special. Uh, I'm sorry, Steven Spe- Spielberg's um, production company. So this would have been the, like, around the time of like Tiny Toons being on the air a little bit before Animaniacs, a little bit before the Batman cartoon. This is when Warner Brothers was really getting back into TV animation and doing beautiful work with it. And I think it's a very lush-looking, lush-moving – like this is cinematic animation, I think. What did you think of just the the look of the special? Because Christmas specials historically are not very well animated.
0: Yeah, no, you say cinematic. Like the initial shot of Bill the Cat walking into screen um, reminded me of some of the late 80s, early 90s animated movies like uh, then, American Tales, stuff like that. Those yeah, are Amblin
1: cartoons. Like there's yeah, there's had, a lot of money in this
0: special. It had a feel like that. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that. It's also it's very, the opening, it's very Danny Elfman sounding, like it's that choir and some creepy kind of music. Mm. Like there is a feel to this that is what I like in Christmas specials, where there's a little bit of unease to it. Not danger, but just there's a little bit of sadness, a little bit of discomfort yeah, in definitely. the music, in the settings. And I think that's good. I think that's important. Um, to 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 a Christmas special. Now, of course, our, our our central character is Opus, and knowing him from the comic, and I think people know Opus. Like, and we talked a little bit before we watched it. What did you think of him in this special, in terms of bringing this iconic comic strip character to the screen?
0: Um, I I had the same feeling that I had and, and talked about in the first half of this, where I initially didn't like it. I didn't like his voice. I didn't like his 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 mood, his demeanor. Um, but as the episode went on and things got a little harried for him, um, it worked better for me when he was actually upset and yelling at Bill and trying to fly and having fun trying to fly and then you know being disappointed that he wasn't flying. And then when he went to the um, support group, that all really worked for me. But that and it took it takes a little while for it to to sort of take off uh, no pun intended um for this flightless bird um just no yeah some, take something about the opening of it um just dragged a little for me and mm-hmm. it didn't just it didn't really present opus the way i thought he should be presented initially and then it sort of kind of took hold later in the episode
1: so what what sounded like Opus to you? When did it feel like Opus? Uh, when he was, when he was, he was like at
0: wit's was... end and was sort okay. of yelling, and uh, when he was running through the streets saying "Fly, fly, fly, no cats, no Bill the cats," and he was shouting that, then I was like, "Oh, that's the Opus." I kind of was expecting Oh, so and, that.
1: That felt comic strip like, or whatever. Th- that felt more like, comic strip
0: like. Yeah, I, I guess. Like w- whenever he was. Whenever he was just kind of talking quietly and sweetly, it didn't work for me. But when he was um, a little PO'd at something, uh, <laughs> it, it felt right.
1: Yeah, I, it, I, I agree with you that I warmed up to him. I, I feel like the voice actor playing Opus, Michael Bell, I think I saw on the credits, and now I'm forgetting the name. I feel like whoever he is, he's very proud of his delivery mm-hmm. while maybe not getting the jokes. Like there's something very, like I don't think of sure. Opus as a smug character. Yeah. I do like the, like there's a lot of eloquent wordplay, very clever, sometimes rhyming, big word usage that does feel a little bit like the Bloom County comic strip. And I liked that Opus was saying that, but I feel like this guy's delivery was so early nineties smug. Yeah. I just felt like the voice actor and, and he has to carry the special. He has the most lines of anybody in the special. Right. But I feel like Bloom County is something, and I get it, and I get why it works. And this actor is kind of doing like Bloom County light. You know, it's not quite – like this show, this special stumbles anytime it tries to do like – it does weird political references, but the reference is like things don't work because of I blame Congress or this isn't going to work like something or a network executive. Like it's very simple – unimaginative, bland pot shots of social commentary that don't work, that feel like easy jokes, that feel like someone thinking they're clever. And his performance feels like that. It just feels like, what a cute, smug character. And it's just, there's no consistency to it. Because I don't, throughout the special, even towards the end too, this doesn't feel like Opus to me. I mean, Opus, I think, is an optimistic character. I don't see him as necessarily being angry at... I feel like he's almost more outraged in a weird way in the comic strip. Like he gets outraged at strange things, but like he gets mad at Bill, the cat, he gets mad at the ducks and none of that felt like the character to me. And it's kind of like what you're saying, like this doesn't have to be an opus story. And I almost wonder would this as a special still be watched, at least would have been watched beyond its initial year that it aired by a bigger audience. If it wasn't, a Bloom County special, like who is this special for? Who is it targeted at? Cause the book's very much targeted at kids. Correct. correct? Yeah. I mean, I might be
0: misremembering that as well, but I, I do feel it's more, <laughs> it's very kid. Like, um, it doesn't have a cross-dressing cockroach. Um, there's no, um, voice by Dustin Hoffman.
1: <laughs> Was it? Because the cockroach is Dustin Hoffman. We- the bird named George is, Robin Williams. The Kiwi's
0: Robin Williams and the bird is yeah. Tress McNeil, I believe. Oh, is it? Yeah. That
1: I didn't know. This movie this movie came out around the time that I think Hook came out. So that oh, might be that why sense. they're in it. Like those are both Spielberg productions. That part I don't know. I know as a kid or whatever, you know, eleventh grade when I watched this, I recognized Robin Williams' voice, and he's not listed in the credits. And
0: there's a there's a pseudonym that I think is him, and it's yeah, it's it's pseudonym is the name. Oh, yeah. is it?
1: That's funny. I didn't see I didn't that. see
0: it until I just read it. I wrote it down, and then I read it out loud just now. And I just
1: read today that's Justin Hoffman as the cockroach, so I was listening for that, and you can hear it. Maybe it's not, but I, the, the listing I saw on Wikipedia lists him as the cockroach. You could definitely hear Robin as the, the kiwi. Yeah, and that scene, like, that's another scene where it's like, that is a funny enough scene. Like, it's a predictable joke. It's an analogy for penis envy where it's like, he had really long wings like it's a bird it's birds who are in a support group i don't know for the for birds that can't fly and he's talking about how his wife left him for a bird that could fly And it's a funny performance and it's animated well to his voice like it kind of it predates aladdin where they do very much the same thing which is they're animating the character's motions to robin williams's voice and i would never argue that he's not a good voice performer he's an amazing voice performer but it's just yeah i thought that whole scene sort of was out of place
0: in this episode, um, sure, I mean it made sense the storyline, fine, but the voice acting and the animation was just a bit above the rest of the episode, uh, and so to me that kind of stood out. It's like I'd like, and, and even uh, the the pig, that whole like as he's walking there, that whole bit, that whole middle part, um, that's what I was hoping the whole thing would be. Oh, just really? These wacky characters. Oh, uh, you know, a, a bigger cast of characters um so when you get to the middle part that's where i really enjoyed it um you got the better voice acting i thought um the animation uh kind of met that voice acting and then i also like you you got santa claus in there that's good uh but then yeah the beginning and the end where it's just kind of opus holding the whole fort there um it is not quite what i wanted it to be
1: but the other stuff didn't feel like padding i mean i i have this written down in my notes this special is mostly padding i feel like that's why i'm curious what the book is like the part the crux of the story where opus saves santa and santa compliments him. that's that is actually very touching and it works it's a predictable christmas special it's touching that way and that's great that's three minutes of the special this other stuff i guess you're setting up the characters you're setting up the world um but do you like any of these characters
0: in the context
1: of the special? Um, my kid loved Bill the Cat. Actually, I adored Bill. Like, that is the thing I think the special got right. Yeah. I remember even then thinking, like how, how is he going to talk? And they do it. The the famous A-C-C-C-C-K-T, like, act sound <laughs> yeah. written in the comic strip. He does it. And he's <laughs> such an amazing piece of animation. He doesn't say words. The way he yep. moves so dull to the world, like they give him an origin story where his, Brains were replaced with tater tots at some college laboratory, but yeah. everything he does is actually very entertaining because of the look at him. That's that's where I think the subversiveness subversiveness works as a kid show. It's like this is a kid's cartoon. Here's your obviously as he was in the comic strip Garfield, damning Garfield parody. It's like here's this gross, twisted wreck of a wheezing cat in your <laughs> special. And the most honest moment of emotion in the special, because it turns out, you know, the ducks, when Santa crash lands and he's in trouble, the ducks come and get Opus because they know he can swim and says, you know, can you rescue Santa? Opus eventually asks, hey, who told you to come get me when Santa crashed? And they point to Bill. Like this whole special Bill is this coughing, mute, like hairball walking around. But he's the one who actually Gets Opus the gift. He's the one who says, go get Opus. And there's a moment in the special when Santa gives Opus his hat and he puts it on and he compliments Opus and you, they cut to Bill the cat. And the only other emotion he shows is he smiles at this, like he gets what's going on. And he looks so happy. Mm. I actually teared up during that and in doing so to saying it right now, that was that to me was like very touching. Because he registers, like, Bill the Cat is a sad character. <laughs> he's yeah. this twisted science experiment. But they show, they do so much animating him. Because he, do you know the part? Like, his eyes widen, his mouth drops, and he looks happy for his friend. And he takes no credit for it because he can't talk. But also, he doesn't say or do anything. He just He's just this moment of being happy for what is happening. That, I just, you know, I had already liked all the antics with Bill the Cat, but I was really like, they did something with that character. And I don't think you can make the special about Bill the Cat. That probably wouldn't carry it, but that's what I think the special did so well. And again, I don't know if that's really the Bill the Cat from the comic, but it's funny and it's yeah subversive and
0: bizarre. I think it's more Bill the Cat from the comic than it is Opus from the comic,
1: I don't know um, if Build a Cat in the comic ever has an emotional storyline. I can't think of a time where I was touched that's by the true. behaviors that's of true. Build a Cat in the comic. And so it seems like a reverse. With Opus, I have the stuff in the comic. Like a Christmas special also could have been Opus going to – you know, they're In the comic strip, he was always off to find his mother. His mother is missing. That could have been a sweet story. And those stories yeah. were touching in the comic strip. You can do emotional stories with Opus. I just feel like this special – did it, I guess. Like I didn't like him in this special. I liked it when yeah. he wasn't talking, when Santa gives him his hat and, and you know, the whole him again going to rescue Santa coming back. Yeah. There's a funny bit before he gets in the water where he empties his pockets and stuff. And like all of that was really sweet. And that's and that also is not Bloom County, but it's a kid's Christmas special. It's got this, you know, the one time of year I'll take a schmaltzy message is in a Christmas special. And that's what this one is, you know, like, don't wish for what you can't have, be happy with what you got is basically, again, the lesson. And that worked. But yeah, it didn't have to be opus in that story. And it almost doesn't make right. sense that it is right. unless this is totally aimed at kids. It makes more sense
0: that it's opus if it's aimed at kids. You don't think just a, a cute... Cutesy penguin would do the do the job. I think it's aimed at Bloom County fans more than just generic kids.
1: And maybe that's why that I guess what I was saying like if it wasn't Opus, if it was a generic penguin character. Yeah. If it didn't feel the need to cuz I think the, the the connections to Bloom County are tenacious outside of the design and the the look of it is beautiful. But, you know, and there's a couple of jokes that I guess could be in the comic strip. But again, the whole you know, I blame Congress joke. It's just, it's, it's lazy. It's like someone doing Bloom County. It's like, if my school was like, let's do Bloom County, that's how it would be. So those parts as a Bloom County fan don't, to me anyways, don't mesh. And then the sentimental story doesn't mesh with what Bloom County does. If this had been like, uh, you know, Poophead the penguin or whatever the character's name is. And it was almost the same story minus some of those political jokes. Sadly, you'd lose Bill the cat, I guess, or have to replace him and that's too bad. Yeah, But it was this character that then kids maybe would embrace. I wonder would this special have have had more play? Because if it is aimed at Bloom County fans, which is not a bad thing. I mean, he's talked for years about doing a Bloom County movie as well, an animated movie. And I don't know who that would be aimed at. But if if it was a Bloom County special – aimed at fans, I don't think it would have been a sentimental Christmas story. That's why I'm trying to remember where I stood when it was coming out because I I was excited as the Bloom County fan to see these characters animated, but I watched the special through the eyes of a kid watching a Christmas special Mm -hmm. because there is something that I'm willing to accept in a hokey Christmas TV movie, TV special episode of a sitcom that I normally won't. I would normally find it laughable, but there is something unfortunately manipulative in the Christmas season that makes me think, "Oh, that's sweet." So I like that part. But yeah, I don't know people who watch this. Now you said, and I, I should have let you say this. Too, your 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 daughters just watched this with you, correct? Well,
0: uh, one of them did. The youngest uh, peeled she- peeled herself away from video games to to watch it with
1: me. Yes. <laughs> and she like build a cat. She did. Everything he did was a laugh out loud moment. Okay, and then it is funny. So maybe that's good. yeah. what did did I don't know you watch a lot of Christmas specials with her? Does she register them differently than other specials? Do they touch her in a way? it's like, oh sweet or is it just another cartoon? It's,
0: I think at this stage it's just another cartoon, I think because really? I think so, because these are cartoons that and and animated specials that she's watched in June. Because it's on DVD, you know, uh, and she will watch it three or four or five times during the holiday season. So I think she loses some of the um, this is of the holiday season kind of feel to it, because this is something she can watch and has watched throughout the year. Just when, but she hasn't seen this her. before, has she? She she has not seen this one before. I don't think it touched her in in any sort of sentimental way. I think she laughed at Bill the Cat walking around with two garbage cans
1: you know, stuck on his feet. <laughs> his feet is pretty funny. Do you think if she what? I guess in at the recording of this, it's not quite the Christmas season yet. Do you think if she was watching this during the Christmas season with the lights up and do you have Christmas decorations up in your house yet? No. Or do you do that? You mean- we,
0: we, yeah. uh, we do. Actually my youngest, her birthday is forthcoming in, in just a few days. We don't do Christmas until after her birthday. Okay. So, so we don't get decorating or anything up until that's been celebrated.
1: So do you think if she had sat down, and I don't know if you can answer this, obviously you're not her, but if she had watched this special with the decorations up, you know, after dinner, but before she had to go to bed, you know, having just talked about Christmas lists or conferring with you, like, what are we going to get, you know, mom for Christmas or whatever, if the Christmas season was afoot with all of the commercial hangings and the commercials on TV, because there's no commercials in what we just watched. We watched it on, again, a very legal platform that didn't have the commercials in it. (laughs) Um, if, if it had happened in the buzz of that, in the blinding, dizzying, wonderfully manipulative, or at least manipulative buzz of the holiday season, do you think then it would have played differently? Um, it, it may have. I, I really can't read that from her. Well, what are the Christmas specials enough? she
0: watches year-round? Um, so the, the Peanuts Christmas special, uh, Rudolph, Frosty.
1: She watches Rudolph year-round?
0: Uh, yeah, she she will she won't watch it like constantly, but if we're digging through, if she's digging through DVDs and wants to watch something, and we need to have her time occupied because we have other things to do, we'll let her pick whatever she wants. And sometimes it'll be Rudolph.
1: Really? That okay? That that's foreign to me. Yeah, like I, too. I yeah. can't even like I have trouble watching Scrooged or Gremlins or or Christmas Vacation or any Christmas theme movie at any other time of the year. It just seems weird. It's it, they don't work to me, and they should. I mean, there are exceptions to that. Movies that like Gremlins is more of a horror movie than a Christmas movie, and it came out in the summer, so maybe yeah. that's a little more flexible. But. Yeah. I don't like watching Christmas episodes of things outside of the Christmas season. I don't like watching most Christmas movies. Sometimes I'll do that Christmas in July thing on channels where they run Christmas movies. And it just seems off putting to me and they don't work as well as stories to me. So it's interesting to me. Like I would not think of watching Rudolph any time of the year, except during the Christmas season, even nightmare before Christmas, which is a feat of visual everything. And you know, came out before Halloween. I saw it before Halloween when it first came out and has a lot to it. That isn't just about the Christmas season. I'm sure I used to watch that year round. I used to put that in all the time, but now actually I've not watched it in a few years. It just, it, that even that it just doesn't work outside of the season. There's something that I need from these specials yeah. that is connected with the season for them to work. Otherwise, I think I see through their veneer, yeah, I think they become manipulative or something that hasn't she doesn't have that connection yet. uh you speak of uh
0: Nightmare before Christmas. that's a movie she's watched numerous times again at any any season um and mm-hmm. she'll enjoy it for what it is, for the story and for the the songs and the visuals. um It's not connected to Christmas for her. Um, she didn't see it at Christmas the first time, and so it's just that connection hasn't been made
1: now growing up did would you watch Christmas specials outside of the season were they year round no i
0: mean i think I think for you and i it's it's going to be a different thing because we didn't have that opportunity I mean, you probably did more than I did I because did we a lot
1: of them. Things. yeah, I recorded tons of them, but I would not watch them at any other time during the year
0: i don't know i don't know that I would have if I had access to them, but I certainly didn't and so my My childhood and, and, you know, what I bring to the holiday viewing is what I remember, and that's that you only had an opportunity to see them once a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Even now, like uh, the broadcast, you know, ABC will show the Christmas, the Charlie Brown Christmas special two or three times. Um, But when I was a kid, it was on once. Um, So it meant more to me then and means more to me now. I still get choked up and get that warm, glowy feeling that Christmas will bring you. When, yeah, when you're sitting in your living room, you've got your Christmas tree on, you dim the lights, except for the Christmas lights, those stay on. Um, And then you're watching holiday shows. It's a Wonderful Life comes on. I'm crying pretty much from beginning to end of that movie during the holiday season. If I happen to catch a scene, you know, in in August, probably not going to have the same effect on me. Sure.
1: From the moment Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade was done until christmas eve i guess christmas day actually through the day that was special season to me and that was great like i have memories you know of of, like you're saying watching them just when they're on and then as i amassed a collection i also remember just counting down the weeks till christmas vacation with specials being like okay this tuesday i'm watching die hard this tuesday i'm watching the very brady christmas you know on the tapes i had like there was a cycle or a system to it, a ritual and, yeah. and, a, and a practice to it, a tradition is basically all I'm saying here. And do you try to instill that on your daughters? Have you tried to instill that? We have tried um, and we'll continue to try.
0: I, I'm a big fan of tradition. I'm a big fan of, of, of that. I mean, we, we've done it with a lot of things. We will do – we've got an apple picking tradition that we do in, in the fall
1: do um, tell more mistaken. about this. No, don't I'm, don't tell more. I get it.
0: No, I, I'm not going to at all. But but absolutely, we haven't quite gotten a Christmas tradition going. And part of the reason I think for me that 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 this hasn't happened is because I'm living in Southern California, mm-hmm. which is you know just so different than my childhood growing up with with cold weather and uh, slush in the streets and. The, just the decorations and no 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 but it's like lights getting <laughs> segregated bathrooms women couldn't vote it was hard no but but j- you just don't I don't have the same things I don't have those those glowing lights kind of just showing through that melting snow which is like for me that's Christmas um, here we've got we'll put our lights on the on the shrubs and most of the leaves will kind of fall off because they've dried out and you know there's a fire danger. You know, but it's just it's not the same, so maybe I haven't really kind of gotten a, a Christmas tradition going
1: with my girls yet. It sounds like it's important to you to have these traditions, but it may not be important to your kids. Well, I think what you're
0: gonna find what I think I'll find is that they have the traditions that are important to them mm-hmm. and that'll sort of come out as they get older and I'll see what they they go back to and what they want to go back to and but what is they it- ask
1: about. Is it disappointing when it doesn't – like you – I would imagine you have your traditions you love. So isn't there something in your head like, I want this with my kids and with my wife, with my family? Again, I just because you don't use your wife's name. I don't mean like you own it. Well, actually, now that
0: that you mentioned it though, now that I'm thinking about it, we do have a Grinch Stole Christmas tradition. We don't have that on DVD anywhere and I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Um, So that one we always look for. I think it's streaming on Um, this free
1: legal platform that we watch the Opus one on. You well, we watched do it. Boring. I watched it. You watched it. Yeah. I watched it too. <laughs> so
0: the, so yeah, I mean there are there are traditions that are that are bubbling up.
1: But is it oh, still, yeah. is it painful not to have maybe the ones you had Like I would imagine and it's not forcing it I don't think, but you want to inst- like you've talked about it with trying to show them things. and I just wonder maybe these watching yeah. things like Star Wars are traditions too, but wanting these holiday traditions, is it kinda heart wrenching when they don't catch? Uh no it hasn't been.
0: No. It really hasn't been. Because I'm I'm this open conversation to... gonna end on a dud, really? No, it hasn't? No, it hasn't been because I'm open to what their traditions will be. You know, they're not me. And you know, some things do catch. You know, the the Grinch has caught. Um Opus, you know uh, um Calvin and Hobbes hasn't caught. I've I've shown them that and they'll read it for a while. That hasn't caught. So there, yeah. there are things like Calvin and Hobbes not catching is is has saddened me a bit. But Christmas traditions, holiday traditions, because it's I'm kind of building and and it's all new to me too. Um so whatever we kind of end up doing is gonna end up being those traditions that we built together and we've shared together. It's new if if I were still living in upstate New York and things that I did as a kid I was still trying to do and they weren't catching it, it probably hurt some more. But because I'm in a new place compared to where I grew up, it's it's all new. It's new to me. It's new to them. And I think we're
1: kind of building traditions together. So the fact that you can't have the old traditions, you don't miss them? Like, that's interesting, but I'm just like... Oh, I miss them. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I miss them. Uh, But, you know, I miss them more along the lines of missing doing them with my family who are still back East. So it's like... You know, uh, potluck dinners at church and that sort of thing during the holiday season, and and, and those were traditions. You're, you're laughing at my tradition. I, I always you. laugh Don't at the word
1: day. potluck. I think that's it's potluck. I think that's a funny phrase. That's what I'm laughing at. Sorry, I wasn't laughing at <laughs> right. the word tra- clearly. Actually- I was. I was making sure the listener knows I'm still not into religion, and that's shitty. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I also was laughing at potluck. potluck.
0: Um, and I say potluck now because I say potluck now because that's what I call it now. Uh, at my church, it was a covered dish dinner. That's what they always
1: advertise Covered had. dish? I'm not come laughing at that Come <laughs> with covered dish. Leave with blush. You come with a covered dish, but you leave with, what would be the joke there? Maybe, I can't think of it. Sure uh, hepatitis? Is... I don't leave know. The hepatitis. Open. Leave with the open sore.
0: <laughs> How did so we you... get off of opus so, so far?
1: Well, I think we're, it's, we're talking about traditions and we're talking about viewing specials. And I guess I'm finding it interesting that. You do. You have an opportunity to make new traditions and maybe because you're seeing it through your kids. I don't know. They're like, they're separate to you. Like there seems to be there's nostalgia and you miss your childhood traditions, but it, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm putting words in your mouth. So correct me if I am wrong. No, no, no. So far so good. You you don't have as many qualms with Joseph Stalin's ideology. No, 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 it's just you. The fact that (laughs) I don't, you don't seem, it doesn't seem to impact you that your daughters don't have the traditions you have. You miss having them with the people you had them with, or maybe yeah. with the environment. You miss Snow, right? Don't you miss, do. is it as simple I as snow. I miss Snow? I, it's
0: pretty simple. I miss Snow.
1: And, and what was the song that Snow sang? I don't remember, because he only had the one album. <laughs> Which one? I oh, Wasn't there a rapper named Snow? Am I wrong on that? Oh, yeah, Snow.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. what did he sing?
1: Burr, it's time to rap about Christmas. Was that a song? But you, I'm sorry, you were actually saying something. I was setting up my dumb snow reference. What were you just saying?
0: Uh, I was just going to say that there's not a lot of people, including my wife, who miss snow. That She grew up back east as well. She does not miss snow at all. I desperately want to... Go back home during the holiday season. So yeah, I mean, yeah, like we're saying, I do miss those traditions. I would love to take my kids uh, back east at Christmas time and pray that there's snow uh, during that visit. Um, you but pray my wife. To you know, I would absolutely go to a dinner at that time. My wife doesn't want to travel during that time. Even my family back east doesn't want to deal with the possibility that a flight <laughs> might get canceled, you know, so oh. they don't want to have us there an extra day. So it's like it's, it's too much for everybody. It's something I desperately would love to do, but everybody else uh, would rather just travel during the summer. And so I have not traveled back east. So I do. I miss those traditions. I would love to take my kids home and have some uh, traditional experiences, you know, uh, around this house. You know, going to my grandparents' house, you know, that was always the best. Um, and just can't do that out here. They're both dead.
1: That does make it harder um, to get there. Because I don't know what the medium situation is in, in the West Coast. I know out here we have a lot of runes and tarot card readers who could help you. But, but uh, is there a safety... In, that, in the setup you have then? Like is, is the fact that not that you want it that way, but since nobody wants to indulge your nostalgia, since nobody sounds like they support it, since your wife is saying fuck that and all the filthy white snow that comes with it, and your kids are saying, Now we're gonna we're gonna look at snow in July in a Viewmaster Reel and not experience it. Since that's set up, this these nostalgic memories, like you don't have to risk them not working. Like you've talked before about Star Wars not working with your daughters. And it sounds like it's become a joke. It's a go-to like, we're going to watch Star Wars. No, not Star Wars. Yeah. But do you think that was testing the waters of nostalgia for you not working for your kids and what that feels like? Because I would think, and this is me now speaking, not even for you, just <laughs> interjecting my thought. And I apologize because you are the one with the kids and these experiences. I'm clearly trying to find a way to turn this into something <laughs> negative, but there is something about – and I do feel this with things. I don't feel it with Christmas because, one, I'm still on the East Coast. Two, I have my specials. And three, it's, it's a depressing holiday. But the things that I love, sometimes not sharing that, not indulging that. Like it's probably more – less so cartoons because I feel like I can share cartoons. But there must be things where I'm like, I used to love doing this as a kid. Uh, let's not do it now because there's the risk of what if they hate it? Mm. What if, the, what if this memory now is not shared by anyone? And what if I don't like it? What if it just doesn't live up to it? You know, I mean, I, I think that's a constant topic of especially what we're doing today with this whole retro shock thing of going back and revisiting it. But is there some safety in the fact that you can't get your family to that idyllic, ideal Christmas version that you miss for fear that either it doesn't hold up or you just can't do it with them? I mean, is there any relief or fear of that? I hadn't really thought about it from that angle, but
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, there have been some things like you're saying, like the Star Wars stuff that it's just, if it doesn't work out, how's that, how's that going to make me feel? Um, so yeah, I guess there is some safety to that, but I'd, I'd, I'd be willing to take that risk. Nobody else is willing someday, maybe when they're older.
1: Maybe, man. Well, I'm. Yeah, that's that's bittersweet, like Christmas. Just like Christmas. <laughs> um, I know that was a little bit off the track of this Bill and opus special. Um, having just seen it, is it a you good know, reality or a bad reality? Oh no, so you're gonna say?
0: I was gonna say. I think it's um, uh, poignant that we kind of went off track and forgot about the special, since everybody seems to forget about this special. And, you know, it, goes, <laughs> it goes on with other things. Um, Still a decent, nah, you know, I don't have to go back to the special.
1: Yeah, that's called a bad reality. Yeah. I'm sure that's about nostalgia and revisiting your past. The fact that you don't need to, because I feel that way. I don't mean to tell you how you feel, but that's how I feel. (laughs) Like, like, you know, it was, was, I I, I was, you know, I I was still touched by the holiday part, but like you said, or maybe you didn't say, but like, we can get that from other specials. And I do. It, yeah, you know, there's stuff I go back to,
0: and it's not a Bloom County special. It's it's just what it is. Um, I could wait another 17 years to see it again.
1: I don't. I don't think we're gonna make it. But okay, you know, maybe maybe scale <laughs> that back to a believable five years. You know, in a hospital bed. But no, yeah, this was this was kind of a bad reality because you're right. It's not a Bloom County special, which I would still love to see. Yeah, but since it's not that, it's just a. It's an early 90s cartoon, which was, and again, it's interesting, it's from the company that brought us Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, which I do like those shows. But I feel like it was the start of an era of maybe too smart for its own good cartoons, where it was snarky. It was, you know, it's kind of the grunge, (laughs) the the beginning of the grunge animation movement. It's snarky, it's self-aware, it's acknowledging its tropes, it's making fun of it, and all that is fine. But it does it in such a way that, so it's aimed at adults there. So the storyline that's in there for kids doesn't play to adults anymore because you're already mocking it or going to it for another reason. And then I think, yeah, I, but it sounds like maybe I'm wrong because your daughter liked it. I feel like the first five minutes of the special would be hard for a kid to get through, to get to the part that's a kid's story.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I totally agree. And and I would like for you next episode to give some other examples of the grunge animation movement. I'm interested okay. in that movement.
1: All right. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll see what I can come up with. Thanks. Um, I was trying to do some puns with Soundgarden. I couldn't think of any, but that's this week's episode then, huh? I guess that kind of wraps up the wraps up the episode, but you know what it does? It starts Officially, the holiday season—not just of you know specials, but of this Mm show—I think the next couple weeks we're going to try to explore some Christmas memories. It is a season. I know we just painted it to be a depressing, sad season, and I think that's true. And I think it's an important season to talk about. So yeah, next couple weeks we're going to be uh, looking at some other Christmas specials, Christmas movies. We got a Star Wars episode in there. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening. I I do hope these next couple issues, episodes. Um, if you're into the holiday season, I hope they hit something with you. What the fuck was that sentence? It's God. I, I was trying to wrap it around to the audience as if... If an audience is at this point, yeah, they're <laughs> going to stick it out. I don't have to be like, hey, I hope, uh, hope you like it. You know, I hope you... I hope you follow us at dot and then I hope you follow me on Twitter at Subcultist. Normally there's more to that. I just, I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm burnt out on promoting it because I'm a little embarrassed that I was just sounding a little phony. Do you want to do this part? Can you do this part?
0: Yes. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at RH Canning. Tim, you're at Subcultist, at Subcultist on Twitter.
1: Yes, I, I, I did I said that but yes yeah, you're I'm still Let there. us know
0: what your favorite Christmas traditions are. the uh, <laughs> holiday films
1: and what not. Mocking me. What no. i was, not, I no, was, I was laughing at your tone, which is foolish because I feel like <laughs> I'm about to lose the, the best part of the show to my co-host because I feel like maybe I just said something and I missed it and I'm supposed to edit out and now is not the time to talk about that. We can actually talk about it later. But either way, yes, thank you for listening. Thank you. I hope I have a long enough Christmas song to take us through the end of this because we have been rambling. I know you yeah, just mentioned you the, the Twelve Days of Christmas. Use that one. Oh, all of them, all twelve of them. All right, but until then, uh, this is the start of the holiday season, everyone. So you know, uh, be, be 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 materialistic, and uh, you know, what the fuck am I saying? This is awful. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm just, I'm just, I'm so bent <laughs> on taking a stance against Christmas. Yet I propose let's do multiple Christmas episodes because I love the specials. And if I just want to be on record as being like Christmas is the worst, it's the worst thing ever. Religion blah blah. Oh, I'm just sounding like a phony, even though those are my beliefs. So
0: let's do an episode about how phony Christmas is.
1: I thought we just okay. Maybe we'll, every week. Maybe every week we'll do that. Do you think anyone's listening now? Ah, oh, <laughs> Do you think they're like, well, I know where this is I going. I really hope. Not. I, I sp- all right. Because this is the part where I'm going to give everyone a little special. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, till next week, where I'll have everything. Everything in the world. Because the holidays. And my list is long. Uh, catchphrase. I, I really thought you were going to do the whole Twitter thing and all of that. But no, you're not, are right, you? No, you're not going to say... you will,
0: but cut that out ready just take a, take a we'll have a break and then I'll, I'll do it and so you can edit it right now alright
1: edit what What? no I'm not going to edit this it's just is there something you want me to cut out
0: I think you could cut out most of what just happened yeah
1: and we could just the the, the 50 minutes since we watched the special
0: <laughs> the rambling uh, just tripping over each other part
1: mm-hmm. we'll see you'll see you'll hear uh, yeah. we'll hear Slap me in the face